Hello world, this is Paul on a special edition of Hopecast. I used to have quite a good singing voice when I was at school. I was in choirs in primary school, probably around the ages of about eight till ten. I think at one point I've even got vague memories of singing a solo on the stage of one of the concert halls in Aberdeen as part of a Christmas concert. And then a year or so later, my voice broke and that was that. Singing career was over. But I think I still harbour some kind of delusional thought that I've got quite a good singing voice. Um, People often tell me that I've got a nice speaking voice, which is always lovely to hear. But I'm sure somewhere I think I'm still quite a good singer. This uh, is not necessarily (laughs) a view shared by everyone. Um, Listen to me trying to sneakily ask Dan, my husband, what he thinks. So if you were to describe my singing voice, what would you say? Beautiful. What would you really say? Come a fog. (laughs) (laughs) I I kept thinking, surely I don't (laughs) sound like Kermit the Frog. And so, you know, here I am with the microphone, the ability to record myself. And so in the pursuit of research, I popped on a pair of headphones I picked up my phone and pressed play on the last song I'd listened to. And uh, it was Madonna's Like a Prayer. I can feel people's toes curling already because you know what's coming. And I thought I would just record myself singing. And this is how it came out. Life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. I hear you call my name and it feels like home. That's right, Kermit the Frog. So (laughs) on hearing that, I think I had a reaction that could be categorised as, is that what I sound like? And I don't think it's an unusual reaction. Uh, Maybe not for people doing podcasts for the first time like we are. Um, After our pilot episode went out, there was some conversation taking place in our group about, oh, is that what we sound like when some of our hosts listen back to themselves? So, as new podcasters, we thought, let's make a podcast about it. Uh, So I spoke to Hopecast hosts Matt and Oliver about what happened when they listened to themselves. Here's Matt. During the, uh, the initial uh, recording of the podcast, I was feeling super like anxious and nervous. And I don't know whether that was like a, oh, well, now we're recording kind of moment, but listening to myself back kind of was like, I don't think I'm entirely comfortable with listening to myself back and not feeling completely at ease. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, what is, what is this like to do with a performance thing? And I'm like, I'm very comfortable being on stage and all that. But like when it just comes to letting letting myself talk and and let things flow it kind of I got in my head a lot when I spoke to Oliver he said he had a similar reaction to hearing his own voice Uh, just so you know I spoke to Oliver uh, he was in his car in the car park at the vet where he was taking one of his gorgeous dogs to be checked out so that's why he mentions the vet later I think I just have an unconscious reaction to my voice and I'm like okay we're just going to fast forward through this and then move on to the other one and I'm like 
and when Matthew mentioned it, I was like, damn, I do that too. And after we had our discussion this morning, it was, why am I, why do I do that? Because it's just so instant and so strong. I don't even think anything of it. And um, when I started thinking about it more, I just felt a lot of tension in my heart center. And I'm like, I don't like my voice. Hmm. I don't know why that is. Um, and in this year of redevelopment and discovering, um, I find that I've been trying to love myself more. And I didn't realize an aspect of loving my voice was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a, I'm a singer as well. I don't do it professionally anymore. But I used to do the same thing when I, when I sang. I didn't want to listen to myself singing. And I just find that so interesting that I do that. And part of it, part of it is, like, I feel like I am a country bumpkin sometimes. Like I can do a lot of y'alls and how are y'all doing? And <laughs> you want some, do you want some sweet tea or whatever? There's a lot of that too. It just depends on who I'm with, but it's very strong, mm. very strong. Um, but I, would, I, think, I would lap it up. Like as really, I, oh yeah, as a British person, I'd be going, go on, be more bumpkin, because it's so brilliant. The first time I was just like, okay, I'm going to fast forward through The second time I was like, okay, I was paying attention to um, my voice and just trying to feel what I felt Mm. when my voice was on. And then I just, I was listening to it on the way over to the vet. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to myself. And every time I listen to myself, I'm going to tell myself I I love my voice Mm. and my, my voice deserves to be heard. Oh, I love that. And that, yeah. I think that's a really courageous thing to do because you're leaning into it and you're listening to it and going, I'm going to feel what I feel and I'm going to then try and help myself mm-hmm. change, you know, reframe that. I'm very introverted. Um, I think I'm an extra introverted extrovert. <laughs> like I'll be, I'll be gregarious and I'll be talkative and playful when the time calls for it. But most of the time I'm, I'm very internal and very in tune with what I'm thinking and, and all of that. So I just don't think I give enough room for my voice to be heard. Mm. I noticed when I listened back to the podcast, I thought, God, I sound really boring. And Mm. I I thought I was kind of, you know, turning it up a bit so that it was interesting. And I listened to it and I thought, God, I just come across as sounding really flat. And Mm -mm. ah, I do on some level worry that I'm boring. Mm. And so am I just projecting that onto how I think I sound? Because that, you know, so it's almost like looking for the thing I dislike. Of course, it's not just what we think about our voices. It's what other people think and the assumptions that they make about us. Sometimes it's what they actually say to us that can have an impact on how we feel about our voices. That's super interesting um, that you say that about the boring thing, because I've historically had people say that my voice is quite monotone and... (laughs) (laughs) like years 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 ago that my voice is really feminine and like high and I think I think I overthink things so much that I'd probably got in my head from people saying that my voice was feminine to then like kind of dull it a lot and then that in turn made people think that I was monotone and boring so that like Mm -hmm. now I'm like oh how do I make my voice more characterful and fun and it's just like I'll just stop overthinking it it's so ridiculous that we're all uh, in our heads about the way our voices sound it's just like let it come come out whatever it is um, but it was definitely in secondary school when I started having those uh, comments about my voice, about the way I looked or the way I acted, about like being feminine and creative and stuff. 
Um, so I guess creative. I, That's always like the dagger to a gay child, isn't it? Oh, yeah, he's really creative or he's really well behaved in class is another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, things things also during drama school, I would um, have feedback of, of my voice not being completely free. And I was like, now mm. looking back, this is all quite uh, makes sense. I can't think of the word now. My mind's yeah. gone blank. On the pilot episode, Oliver spoke about code switching. And so I asked him more about that to describe it to those of us who may not be familiar with the term. It's African-American vernacular. I don't I don't see it as much when I listen to um, people of color in the UK or in Europe. I think there's less of that. They might have um, some variations on on language there. I'm not sure of or I might just be missing it because my ear is not tuned to that. But um, there's definitely a whole other language that African-Americans use, and it's very particular. And I know that I'm with family or with, um, when I'm with other Black people, that kind of comes out. And I find that when I'm with a, a group of, in mixed company or whatever, I find that I automatically switch that out. Mm. Um, and I think it's a thing here to where okay, well, we have to put on our white voice. Mm. Like when we do interviews or something like that, we have to kind of switch that off mm. because we don't want to come across as ghetto or um, street or thug or anything like that. Um, but I think there is that aspect too. Um, because in the back of my mind, I think of like, okay, do I sound too much like an Atlanta housewife? Like saying, girl, like, girl, what you doing? Like, what you doing? Like, what you talking about? What y'all been, what y'all been to eat or whatever? But I think there's a lot of that. There are other issues attached to our voice alongside class, race, gender. Uh, there's also a more fundamental issue of safety that can often be tied to our sexuality. Yeah, it definitely is. It's one of the things we've been talking about in the in the group, especially this week, is that checking yourself and that kind of internal sensor that's like, is it safe to be as free as I am? Mm. It's like, can I, can I fully express all of the, all of the things that I am and still be in a safe environment? Like, is someone mm. going to attack me for that? I asked Oliver if he wondered if other people could hear his sexuality and his voice when he spoke. No, I don't think um, there's that. Um, well, I guess there is because there are sometimes I smack my lips or something. I'm like, oh, that was very gay. <laughs> that like I just queened out in that moment. <laughs> so I think I think there's some of that. And it's not just what we think about ourselves. It's about being ourselves. The whole performing thing isn't really an issue for me. It's hmm. uh, it's like just being me. I think for so long I'd been able to have these uh characters and these things that i was performing as and it was never the the authentic core of who i am mm -hmm. and that's that's something i'm definitely over the last four or five years of therapy have been uh connecting with and integrating much more and like I've, i do feel very comfortable with who i am but there's obviously still uh elements that i'm still like not fully at ease with one of the things we're going to be exploring in a future episode of hopecast is perfectionism something that matt reflected on I think social media and this kind of like manufactured, perfect, straight off out of the gate um, image of perfection, like 
it's not real. Like there are stumbles across the way to get to all of these places. And we need to accept that falling down is part of the journey. Like you don't have to be perfect straight away. No one is born being a master of everything. Um, you have to be focused. You have to be persistent. You have to like really put the hours in and like work on it. Yeah. Like stop, stop holding yourself back. Cause like you're, you're the only person that can tell yourself to do it as much as everyone can chime in and say like D- you're great da, da, da. you have to believe it and like just mm. just really put one foot in front of the other take one small step and you'll get on that journey just start it whatever you want to do do it <laughs> so this is hopecast we like to think about things through a hopeful lens so i asked oliver and matt what advice would they give to people who may have similar feelings about their voices just remind yourself to be gentle. Um, recognize how it feels in their body when they listen to their voice and make the changes accordingly. Like, I think it was very important to me to listen and to understand what I felt when I listened to my voice and to do affirmations that affirm that my voice should be heard, um, that I have a powerful voice and um, you know, just be, just affirm your voice. That's all, that's what I can, um, the advice that I can give. Cause I think it's, everybody's voice is so important. It's so funny. We've all got these hangups and, mm-hmm. and things we need to just love and, and accept that these are our voices and we should be loving them, whatever they are. I don't, I don't know if I believe that anyone grows up not liking themselves. I think we're, we're kind of hardwired just to be quite neutral about ourselves or at least be happy with what we can achieve and yet for me growing up you learn cues of things that you need to hide away because other people don't like it yeah and it's their problem it's not your problem i think the only reason that we don't like things about ourselves is that because someone somewhere has once said i don't like that about you mm-hmm. so i think for me there's something about that that practice of forgiveness of myself and going do I think I'm boring? Actually, I'm probably not that boring. Who cares? Who was the person who once told me I was boring? Where are they? It doesn't matter. So maybe that <laughs> maybe that should be our mantra. You know, just do it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful to Oliver and Matt for being so honest about how they felt when they heard themselves. Something Matt said really stood out for me. Yeah, shame, shame thrives in silence so gotta gotta speak it out and uh, let it be heard for many of us i guess we might turn the volume down on ourselves we might be less than we could because of how people might respond i think oliver framed it really beautifully when he said that his voice deserved to be heard so i'm going to think for a while about this concept of shame thriving in silence and encourage myself to turn the volume up on my voice because it deserves to be heard. And with that, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Uh, In between the regular episodes of Hopecast with our full panel, we'll be doing these extra casts, which is our opportunity to reflect on some of the stuff that came up for us in our conversations and give it some deeper thought. In the meantime, you can visit our website at hopecastpodcast.com and we're Hopecast Podcast on all the socials. 
And now that you can find us on Apple Podcasts, um, I have to do the grovelling thing of saying, please give us a five-star rating. Apparently it does make a difference and it really helps people find us. So please, reviews are incredibly welcome, uh, ratings are very welcome, and the fact that you're listening is incredibly welcome. Thank you. We'll see you next time.